Welcome to Freestyle Friday. Um, we are here in beautiful, sunny, not sunny right now, but beautiful regardless, Tampa, Florida. Just bringing you some chill vibes, some some solo dolo action to welcome in the weekend. Uh, and what a weekend it will be because it has been a tough week. It's been pretty silly and got a lot done, but at the same time, school just that mental grind of getting up every day, going to class, and doing what needs to get done to better yourself. It wears on you, so when you can have some fun on Friday, Saturdays, that uh, that really helps. So hope you all have some good weekend things planned. Um, UMass football is probably getting their ass kicked this weekend. Uh, oh, Texas, Oklahoma plays. That's going to be a great game. There's going to be a crowd of people there. Yeesh. Um, bet the over. Like, because life's too short to bet the under. Um, what has been going on in our lives? What is life? Ball is life, of course. But I, you know, I think life has been really good recently. And besides my nonsense earlier, I think when Matthew McConaughey talks about green lights... Uh, we've been hitting a lot of green lights recently. Uh, not a lot of, not a, you know, when you're driving on the highway or, you know, down Route 1 in Massachusetts or anywhere, really, sometimes you just have that terrible, terrible string of luck where all you seem to be hitting is red lights, yellow lights, red lights, yellow red lights, not so much, but just red light after red light after red light, and you're just sitting there wondering, what the heck did I do to deserve this? And that's life sometimes, too. Uh, you just hit red light after red light after red light, setback after setback. I know a close friend of mine actually got into a car accident, uh, rear-ended somebody, and that sucks. That is such a pain in the ass to deal with the physical damage, the emotional stress of having to pay for it. All that stuff is a complete pain in the butt, and uh, my heart goes out to him, but I know if there's anybody that can deal with it, it is this person but that would definitely qualify as a red light but as far as i i'm concerned and uh you know nobody else is on but been hitting a lot of green lights recently i'm really stoked for the podcast has been doing really well um getting into the getting into the rogan numbers you know the hundreds of views and i'm really happy about it i get texts every thursday you know, laughing at the jokes and the nonsense that goes on. Tom Wall, by the way, fantastic guest to have on because if anybody can talk, it's him. Um, I just, I didn't get the chance to tell him, but when he's doing stand-up, um, and it's not his fault, we're, we're all mass holes, we talk fast, we walk fast. Um, I just, I would like him to slow down. Just slow down there, Tom. You're funny. We all believe you're funny. We know you're funny. Um, but just slow down, and that's also, I guess, a, uh, um, a the way life is sometimes. Where if we just know we know what we're doing, but we end up rushing ourselves and we go way too fast, and it's just it makes a mess. And 
that sucks. But going too fast is also if you go run a red light with that, and that's a ticket. <laughs> um, but enough Matthew McConaughey spew. But at the same time, I think there's a lot of sentiment in what he's saying about how, you know, okay, so this is, I've been hitting a lot of red lights. So what am I doing to make the red lights turn green or while they turn green? Okay, so I'm going to meditate a little bit. I'm going to study more, read books, do that, um, work out, lift a lot, eat, clean up my diet. All right, that's great. But then what's sometimes harder is hitting those green lights, um, you know, because you're flying. Life is good. You got the windows down. And it just seems, man, I'm hitting green light after green light after green light. And that is awesome. Who doesn't love hitting a green light after green light after green light? I think that's one of the best feelings in the world. Are you kidding me? But at the same time, you go too fast, you're going to end up getting a ticket. That's bad news. We don't like tickets. We don't like paying that money. Even if we can't afford them, it's just nonsense. You might have to go to court just a whole bag of not fun and that sucks and we want to have fun we want to have this is a pro fun podcast and i think that the way we conduct ourselves when we're winning when we are hitting those green lights is even more essential to our character because if you're hitting red lights you know that's an excuse to act poorly but if you're just acting like a d-bag while you're hitting all these green lights and you have so many blessings and you know you're riding high then that's just you're not a great person and you know part of that red lights and green lights are not perspective you know per se um red lights and green lights are facts so you you can say okay fact i'm not doing great but you know that doesn't mean you can't be a glass half full person I think being a positive person is a essential trait to happiness and long-term longevity. And, you know, if you're looking at everything as the glass is half full versus, oh, you know, the glass is half empty, especially if the glass is alcohol, then, you know, that's just bad news in your life. You're, that's just stinking thinking, bad news ugly trash gross thoughts get them out of here get them out of here um and then okay i also not a freestyle no freestyle friday last week i really wanted to do one but i just ran out of time you know i had something to do on friday i forget what but i ran out of time and that's a total bummer because i like doing these i like challenging myself to sustain a conversation for 20 15 minutes because when you're talking to yourself sometimes you sound so terrible and i know there's very talented people out there especially um kfc radio i've been listening to his behind the blog uh not kfc radio it's the kevin clancy show so he does like actually serious interviews versus i'd say kfc radio is more silly they bring on, you know, Abella Danger and ask, would you rathers and stuff like that versus the Kevin Clancy show. He brings on PFT commenter and they talk about money and chasing dreams and what that means. And his next guest, I believe, is going to be Brianna Chicken Fry. Brianna Chicken Fry is absurd. I will be the first to say that. Very hot, but absurd. 
um, her party tour, doing a party tour for Barstool is a big deal. And the fact that she's able to do that at around, I don't know, 22, and she's completely become their, the face of their Gen Z, uh, running around, sleep when you're dead, selling the merch. That's fantastic. I like that Barstool's bringing on these younger guys. And it makes me think, you know, in 10 years, what kind of kids are they going to be bringing on? What happens when Little Sass is, is 30 and Brianna Chicken Fry is 30 years old? Are they just going to morph into something completely different? Or are they still going to be partying and nonsense like that? Those are two people I would love to have on the podcast. Would be Little Sasquatch and Brianna Chicken Fry. But... I DM'd Lil Sass's assistant, not actually his assistant, just a kid on Twitter that was at Lil Sass assistant, and he left me on red after replying because I was like, bro, let's let's be silly together on a pod, and he said no. But I am in the works of getting one of the little behind-the-scenes actions. So one of my guests coming up is one of the bloggers for Total Frat Move, hopefully. Um he couldn't make it last week, but I'm hoping this week he gets on or, you know, in the coming weeks. He's a busy guy. I hold no resentment, but I would love to pick his brain. He's a very talented writer, very talented blogger, and also very funny on TikTok. So he's hitting the triple crown, and I'd love to have him on. Um, another person that I'm going to have on is Joe Johnson at some point. He is... Uh, the human optimization coach, motivational speaker, whole nine yards, great guy. He's so cool that he drops out of the nine to five and he just chases his dream down in Texas doing stuff for uh, his own brand and his own company. And that's awesome. You, you know, I, it's, it's so hard. But I think when you're younger, it's a little bit easier because you know, you save up a little bit of money when you're 26, 25, 26, 27, and you're like, all right, I'm ready to go for it. I'm, I don't want to sell insurance or cars. I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. I don't want to be trapped. I'm at least if I go for it now, I can say that I went for it versus if you are 35 or 36, you're, you know, you're like, oh, I'm going to go for it. Well, you can't go for it. You know, your ex-wife needs $100 a month in child support. That seems really low for child support. Um, I, I need to check my statistics on child support. But your ex-wife needs a lot of money in child support every month. And uh, maybe your current wife is, you know, you had a new kid, you have babies, mouths to feed. It, you can't go for it. You can't go for it. And that's a goddamn shame that you can't. And you'll always be left wondering, you know, what if, what if I did this? What if I actually tried and it was something I was passionate about, but I just sacrificed it for, you know, a steady job, steady paycheck. And, you know, you're wondering what if, and I, in my life, I never want to be wondering what if I want to just, if I'm passionate about something like this podcast, um, I never want to be wondering saying what if, you know? Um, and you know, I, I told myself that the second that this podcast becomes a pain in the ass that I'm going to drop it. Um, but I don't see that happening. I really, really enjoy talking to people, asking them about themselves, especially new people. You know, a lot of people I've had on, I've known them for so long, but 
once I start, you know, interviewing new people that I haven't had the chance to deep dive with, talk about, you know, hopes, dreams, deepest fears, greatest successes, hardest failures, I think that's going to be really special. And I think that's going to be uh, what what gets us going. And that's something I'm looking forward to doing. Um, but I think that I got to stop saying I think. I got to stop saying that. Why am I saying that? I really believe that you just got to go for it in life, I guess would be my main point. And if you don't, that sucks, but I, I hold no resentment against you. You got to take that paycheck. You got to get that money. You might even have to do do the Joe Rogan, if you will. Um, just get that fuck you money and then go do what you want. Because now that guy does what he wants. He does a podcast and he does mixed martial arts for a lot, a lot of money. A lot of money. Um, but uh, I hope y'all have been reading books I feel like not enough people read books now. I actually finished a, a graphic novel. Okay, a comic book. I read Watchmen. I know it's a movie by Zack Snyder. It's on HBO Max. Um, but the comic book is really cool. Just a lot of parallels to and parodies of 1980s America. And obviously now there's an abundance, maybe even an overabundance depending on who you are of you know the oh what if superheroes weren't all good guys but the watchman was the first to have superheroes that were not really the good guys or not really good people um for example one of the characters is kind of like batman he's an excellent detective he goes out at night and he is uncompromising in his morals but instead of eccentric, good-looking, billionaire, um, and normal kind of person, he is a depraved lunatic. And he's ugly, and he was, has a lot of childhood trauma, and was beaten, and just freaked out on people, and had nightmares. So it's funny because, you know, you think of Batman, and you think, you know, clean-cut, good-looking, but he fights crime. But somebody that stays out at night and beats people up is not going to be like that. They're going to be more like Rorschach in the book. Um, they're going to be be a <laughs> they're going to be a psychological mess. And I'm gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. <sighs> Gotta love when the the steam, or maybe not steam, that little little whisker that little wisp of smoke or carbonation floats out of the bottle or the can holy shit what is good with my voice what's good with you bro what's good with you dog it's a mess right now i don't know what's good with it ah maybe some beer will help but the reason I'm reading all these books that Watchmen, I would consider it a book. Maybe I'm cheating because it's a graphic novel, but I make the rules. If you don't like it, eat my sack. <laughs> Dude, no way. No way. Eat my sack. If you don't like it, you can eat my sack. Um, but the reason I'm reading all these books is because I had a New Year's resolution to read one book a month and right now i'm at 
nine books, I believe. So I'm on track. I'm reading my 10th book right now. It's, uh, what is it? Zig Ziglar. I forget the name of the book, but I am reading it. I am enjoying it. It's cool. My One of my dad's buddies gave it to him and marked it all up with pen, all the good self-help stuff. And I think overall, reading self-help books is super important for anybody who just wants something good to read or who wants to better themselves in any way, shape, or form. Um, being a good person is important. You know, despite what anybody will say, being a good person is important. Because if you're a scumbag, nobody's going to vibe with you if you're a scumbag. Um, but if people just see you're genuine, you know, you might be a fuck up like me. But <laughs> And I'm hard on myself, obviously. But if, if you people just see that you're genuine in everything you do and, you know, some, some of the aspects of your personality you might not like, some of their aspects of their personality you might not like. Um, but... If people just see you're genuine, they will they will either accept you and look past the rough stuff, or um, they will accept you wholeheartedly, and that's awesome. Um, being a good person is important, and I think one of the people, primary people who taught me, besides my parents, uh, would have to be my nana and papa, my grandparents. I flew home September 30th and celebrated their 90th birthday this past weekend and that was pretty cool it, we for the first time in a long time since probably covid uh, we got the whole family together even uncle paul from jacksonville the rest of them are kind of local to long island uh, except mike cousin michael from colorado not from colorado that lives in colorado and uh, the rest of them all came in from the city and from various apartments and stuff and it was a great great time Good seeing everybody. We had a nice casual brunch. I was sipping on screwdrivers, uh, you know, a little orange juice and vodka, and everybody else was has having some uh, some fantastic Bloody Marys. Even though, despite what you might hear, I heard they were the worst Bloody Marys ever. But irregardless, <laughs> irregardless is not a word. That's from Always Sunny, and I should not have said it. Um, but I think. You know, Nana and Papa. Next year they're gonna be they're gonna be nine. They're ninety years old now. Next year they're going to be married for sixty five years. Sixty five years is unbelievable. Most people retire or have a whole career in sixty five years. Well, I guess <laughs> according to my grandfather, maybe being married is a career. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. But, you know, what, where, where have those values gone? I don't think a lot of people get married for that long anymore. At least, you know, part of it is because we don't get married as young. It's financially almost impossible to support um, a family in your mid to late 20s or early 30s. You need to build up a little nest egg first. But I really, really respect uh, my nan and pop a lot. My, they've lived really cool lives. And... You know, my grandma is legally blind, but that doesn't stop her and can barely walk. She walks with a walker, but every time I see her, she is the most positive, most loving, most um, engaged in everybody and everything. She's the most excited when you get an A on a test, and she's the most upset when um, a girl 
doesn't like you or uh, breaks your heart and she's the genuinely the most upset <laughs> um, and she was like oh it's their lost look at you you're spectacular spectacular in her beautiful New York accent and she would love the podcast if she could hear um, but she would she should she could have a, a six-pack of wine with Jack some Chardonnay because she tosses those back like nobody's business those classic Irish roots those Irish roots that have stemmed and gone down through the generations you know I am super blessed to be where I'm at right now I am so thankful and right now I want to segue into a bonus interview with Nana Yes, surprise guest, Nana, Sheila O'Connor, formerly Sheila O'Connor, now Sheila Hoffman, 90 years old, full of life, full of wisdom. Let's get into it. Let me ask you, what would you want to tell like young people like my age? We grew up, you know, we, a lot of people my age are born right after 9-11 and then have grown up, you know, go, going to college in this pandemic. What would you tell young people my age? It's important to be part of, to, to belong to a church. To pray? I think it is. Um, and to say, specifically, to say thank you. Thank you, God, for what you've done for me. Thank you for, thank you for my good looks, number one. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh. You could be you could be a homely looking thing. Oh, thank you, now. And you're not. Um, thank you. You look good and strong and healthy. Um, oh, thank that's you, That's number now. one. And thank you for my brains. Oh, so now, I, I'm not sure about that, though, Nana. <laughs> like I said, most positive, most loving, and clearly she knows her stuff when she's talking about my looks. <laughs> but um, seriously, I am so thankful to have her and Papa in my life. They are the most genuine, most positive. And I think, you know, regardless of your religious beliefs, I think, you know, a lot of the stuff in the Bible, like I don't know what to do with a burning bush. I don't know what to do with walking on water. But I do know what to do about loving your neighbor. I do know what to do about respecting other people, loving your family, caring for other people, forgiving other people, and being thankful for other people. I know what to do with those. And that goes for any religion, any creed, any anybody who wants to lead a better life. All right. I've been going for a while now. Uh, thank you all for listening. And have a great Friday. I'll see you guys later. But first, before I go and welcome you into your weekend, this is super important. Happy 90th birthday, Nana and Papa. I love you, I love you, I love you. Thank you so much for everything you've done for everybody, for this family. We are all super blessed. And thank you and happy 90th birthday. All right, peace. Take off, so how can I see eight off? Now I got these.
up a sweat Cause every time I get up on the